Hi, and welcome to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Doren, and in this podcast, I talk with some of the most creative and inspiring people that I know. From hearing about their process to what holds them back from creating, routines and rituals, to the intersection between creativity and spirituality, you'll hear from writers, actors, singers, dancers, musicians, painters, multi-passionate creatives, and anyone else who considers themselves a creative soul. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leia, and I'm so honored to have you here. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode and to the podcast in general. On this podcast, we talk about the intersection of creativity and spirituality, which are two major practices and guideposts in my life. And I love sharing with you all of the things that I've learned from not only my own creative process and practices and journey in life, but also the practices and processes and rituals and routines from all of the incredible guests that I have from all different walks of life and all different professional career paths, whether those are professional artists or creative souls or people who just love to create and to be and to be really honest with what this unfolding is as a human being. So something too that I've really been reflecting on a lot lately is really just this community of of you who listens to this podcast and how grateful I am for you to be listening. And I'm cooking up a couple of ideas. I want to host like a community creative soul event. So I imagine it to be like a couple hours virtually and do a little, do a few different workshops. I'll probably teach like a journaling and mindfulness workshop, and then maybe we'll have a couple other past guest teacher workshops. So if that sounds exciting to you, if that sounds of interest to you, definitely let me know. And I will send you more information as it continues to unfold. And secondly, Another thing that I really want to focus on is really asking for more support and asking for more help. And one way that you can really help support me in the evolution of this podcast, of this creative project, is really by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And that takes just about two minutes. You just go on the Apple Podcasts app. You can tap write a review and then rate it five stars and then write a little something, which, you know, sometimes when I I listen to podcasts. I don't, you know, always leave a rating and review. I'll listen to podcasts like all day long and gain so much wisdom and knowledge and insight from it. But then, you know, that kind of lives in me. I don't think to share it. I don't think to leave a rating and review, but it truly is so helpful from a creative perspective of letting, you know, letting your the creator know that you're listening, letting the creator know that you care, letting the creator know that you want them to continue creating. And it also just helps so much in getting the podcast to more listeners and allowing more people to find this and find some inspiration and insight as well. So this little spiel here is just my way of asking for help and support. And if you could help and support me by leaving a rating and review, 
by sharing this podcast with a friend, by sharing a favorite episode with a friend, because that's really the way that you can spread the love. So that's something that I've noticed as a creator, like that I don't do as much with podcasts that I love. So I'm trying to train myself now when I do listen to something that I love or, you know, something that really spoke to me to really reach out to that person and thank them and let them know what resonated and leave a rating and review because that's really the best way that you can support and it's completely free. Just like I show up every week with these podcasts, sharing sharing all of these stories and experiences and just ways to hopefully inspire you, that is one way that you can give back. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much in advance for doing that. And today's solo episode is going to be a really fun one. I want to dive into the wedding planning process and really the lessons that I've been learning so far from the wedding planning process. Um, This is so, this kind of type of episode is kind of out of my comfort zone. And I think it's for a couple of reasons. I think. I maybe have told myself like, well, no, this this isn't related to spirituality or creativity, but it really is related to spirituality and creativity because planning and designing a wedding is like the ultimate act of creation and an ultimate act of manifestation. Really thinking about what I want my wedding to look like, what I want my wedding to feel like and who I want to be there has really been such a creative act for me. And Ever since getting engaged, I felt like I've been in this like portal of up-leveling all areas of my life and really looking at all areas of my life and especially related to relationships and not just relationships with my fiance, but relationships with friends and family and who do I want with me on that special day? Who would I want to, you know, have have with me by my side? So it's been such a portal and I feel like I don't hear people talk about that aspect of it enough and so I just want to share really honestly from my perspective what it's been bringing up for me, what has been coming up and what has been exciting about this process. And so whether or not you're planning a wedding or you've planned a wedding or you hope to plan a wedding in the future, I think this episode will be really fun for you to just get some some behind the scenes insight of the process and what it's looked like. So I want to start with, I had this like realization recently. I was sitting in the bath, which is one of my favorite spiritual practices as of late, just sitting in the bath and thinking and really having that time to quiet my mind and to soothe my body. And I realized that weddings are such an interesting thing in our society because I think We've hyped up weddings to be, you know, this huge once in a lifetime event in someone's life. It means so much. But it what it really is, is it marks this passage, like this rite of passage in a way. It marks this passage of becoming an adult, becoming like a grown-up. And it's one of those the one of the only things that I can really think of in society that so publicly marks this transition of really embracing a new identity. And I want to preface this here that I do not believe that marriage is for everyone. I do not believe that you have to have a wedding. I do not believe that a relationship or marriage or weddings look one way. I think that it's so individual to what you want and who you are and what you believe and what you as a couple want and believe. But 
weddings to me like mark this it's like this symbolism of creating a new identity and so even though I don't even know if I'm going to change my last name that's something that I'm really struggling with because I love my last name and I don't want to change it and I don't think I will change it but then it kind of brings up all these feelings of like well will it be weird if my kids have a different last name than I do like whose last name do they take and is it disrespectful to Paxton if I don't take his last name which I he wouldn't care if I well, I think he would care, but I, you know, he would, if I wanted to keep my last name, I can keep my last name. So that's not a big deal. But it really feels like even just this, I guess, identity shift of creating a new family. And it's like, I've come from one family. I've come from, you know, this lineage of people. And here is my chance to rewrite that story and to create a new family by joining my family with Paxton's family and us creating a new family. And and I was thinking about what other, what other celebrations or rite of passages or like symbolic rituals do we have in society that really marks that transition. And besides like quieter things, things that you can do on your own time. I think a wedding is really that like public acknowledgement of creating a new family, of recognizing a new transition and life path in your life. So for that reason, I think no matter what or no matter how you do it, weddings can be such a portal of transformation, of change, of really looking at, you know, what what how have you been living your life and how do you want to live your life moving forward? I was listening to some girl the other day and she was saying that Every time she wedding plans, just a lot of emotion and a lot of grief comes up in the process, which I thought was really interesting. And she was talking about how, you know, anytime we have a milestone in our life, whether that's a graduation, a wedding, a baby, you know, those are some of the things that I'm thinking about that kind of mark that milestone. A lot of emotions can come up. And I think that's what I'm talking about when I say it's being engaged and planning the wedding feels like being in a portal because you are preparing for this big milestone moment and it's it causes you to re-examine and re-evaluate everything in your life. So, so far, my experience with wedding planning, as soon as I got engaged, I really then, you know, started to think about the people in my life and the relationships that I had in my life and thinking about, you know, who are those people that I wanted at my wedding or that I wanted to invite to my bachelorette retreat weekend and just thinking about those people who have really been important to me in my life and not only important to me in my life, but also important to me and Paxton as a couple because, that's that's you know having friends around you that know you as a couple that have seen you gone through different phases as a couple is also feels really important to me so as soon as i got engaged i kind of went through this like reevaluation of who my friends were who i really wanted beside me during that day who i like wanted to be there and whose energy i wanted to be around which caused me to reevaluate some friendships and i know a couple months ago i released an episode with Shannon Keating on cultivating female friendships where i talked a little bit about this idea of reexamining your relationships and friendships in that episode but ever since that episode and ever since you know kind of really re-examining who are my friends, it's caused me to show up deeper in my relationships, to cultivate deeper relationships, show up more intimately in my relationships and share things more authentically because on my wedding day or on my bachelorette, I don't want to have these like surface level interactions. I want to, to feel really deep. I want these people to feel like that they really know me and that we can really 
that we can really show up for each other in this special moment of my life. So that also brought up another like feeling. So so I was kind of going through that phase of like, okay, evaluating my friendships. Who is it that I want? Cultivating these deeper relationships. And then it also kind of brought me to this next level of my journey and of my healing and really figuring out like, I, I think that I had always thought that for my wedding, I only want to have family there because I have a really big family and there's so many different personalities and we've had a lot of trips over the years where we'll rent a house and we'll gather and it'll be all of us and it's just kind of crazy and chaotic and I couldn't imagine adding like friends in the mix because I feel like the, the person that I am around my family versus the person that I am around my friends can sometimes be different people. You know, we all have different dynamics in our relationships. And I felt like there was a disconnect between the person that I am with my family versus my friends. And I couldn't imagine a space where they were all together and they were all in one space and they the attention was all on me. Like I really couldn't imagine that. And that kind of made me uncomfortable. And so at first I was like, nope, gonna be a really small, intimate wedding, only family, like I'm gonna do it my way. And then I thought about it a little bit deeper and I was like, you know, and as I've deepened my relationships over the last couple months, I really have been thinking more about it and and really realizing that, no, I do want my friends there. I do want those people who have been special to me in my life to really witness me in my love and what a gift that it would be to show my friends, show the people that I care about the most what is possible um, in joining in union with my partner, Paxton. And I like kind of daydream a lot about just saying our vows in front of everyone and to be able to be witnessed by the people that I love, by my family, by my friends, and for them to hold that vision for us as a couple and to really have that support of people around us rather than us just doing it on our own in a courthouse somewhere, which I've also thought about, or just doing it with family or kind of like that. So for me, I've identified that it does feel really special for people to gather in community and witness both me and Paxton and our love and support us in making this commitment to each other. So that felt important to me. So that was one thing. And, you know, so so the relationship piece has been a big piece of the wedding planning process so far. And I was inspired to even sit down and record this episode because I think I just found my wedding venue, which is so exciting. I was just in Florida over the past weekend for a Blessing Way ceremony that my friends and I hosted for our beautiful friend Britt, who has been on this podcast before and who helped and who was the person who hosted the retreat that we held in Puerto Rico. So she's just a very, very special person to me in my life. And so we hosted this beautiful Blessing Way ceremony for her. And while I was in Florida, I had found an Airbnb that I wanted to like host my wedding venue at because I don't, a lot of the things that I want to do for the wedding are very non-traditional. They're very based off like what feels good to me. And what felt good to me is like renting a big property. Like I said, my family, I have a really big family and 
we've kind of done this in the past for different celebrations, like renting a big house that we can all stay at, that we can all be at one roof under. Because ever since we moved out from our childhood home, we haven't really had that gathering space. So it's really special when a big celebration or event is going on that we can all kind of be in one, be under one roof and, and really feel like a family again. So I definitely knew that I wanted to have that feeling for my wedding to rent a space where everyone could come and stay. We could all be under one roof together and then have the ceremony either on the property or on the beach. So that has been kind of my vision since the beginning. And as I was looking at different properties on Airbnb, on all these rental websites, I found this one property that kind of worked perfectly. It's this house in Florida and it's on the west coast of Florida. And it has this beautiful like backyard setting that has enough space for a ceremony for a wedding. It's right on the riverfront that feeds into the ocean and there's dolphins that come into the river. Um, they said that there's like baby dolphins that come uh, in the river every day and manatees that you can see from the river. And it's just this like, it sounded like this beautiful place and property and they have all these Spanish moss oak trees around, which I love the look of the Spanish moss oak trees. In Florida especially, they just look like something out of a fairy tale and I just love that energy and I love that vibe. So I went and saw the venue last weekend and it was beautiful, but I wasn't like totally in love. Like I didn't get that like hell yes feeling in my body. Just like really small things like the house was built in 1915. So it was a bit older than I had imagined. And, and the outside of it looked a little bit older, even though it's been renovated and updated on the inside. And then like the kitchen wasn't very big. And so I couldn't imagine my huge family like trying to cook meals together. And and then the the water was like you know I was imagining that like beautiful blue water and it's a river that feeds into the ocean so it's like a little muddier than I imagined it to be so I had that feeling of like oh no no this isn't the place like this isn't perfect and kind of all of those feelings and then I came home and was like I'm gonna keep looking and I've been looking and looking and I haven't found anything that's been quite as perfect for what I'm really looking for of having like a big space where everyone can sleep. This house sleeps like 36 people and for the price point, it's super affordable and just it, it has everything that I'm looking for. And I also found uh, wedding photos from another person who had their wedding at the same property and their wedding photos looked like everything that I wanted my wedding to look like. So I was like, okay, I think this is the place. And so even in finding my venue now, like having that clear specific place to have the wedding and to find my venue I think all of the little details are coming into sharper focus and are becoming a bit more clear so now I'm thinking about okay how do we actually make this a reality and another thing that kind of has come up for me throughout the process and especially in hearing other people's uh, wedding planning processes like for me I never imagined that that someone else would pay for my wedding. I never imagined that, you know, someone else would plan my wedding. Like I always kind of knew that it would be up to me. And that's either a pattern that I've picked up, but also knowing that my family won't financially support me throughout the wedding planning process. And I know that's true for some people and not true for other people. And for me, it's, it's not true. Like, you know, Whatever wedding I have, I'm going to have to pay for myself. Both Paxton and I will have to pay for it ourselves. And that's, you know, nothing's wrong with that. I think that's beautiful because then we get to really have the experience that we want to have. But it's kind of challenged me in a way because I've heard 
other people planning their wedding who, like for example, one of my best friends from middle school is also engaged at the same time and she's planning her wedding and she has a wedding planner, she has, you know, the whole nine yards, she's going to have an engagement party, she's going to have, you know, all of these different things that we're not going to have. And I had this moment of like, oh, like, I ha- like I have to do this all on my own. Like that's not fair. Like sh- you know, her father is going to pay for everything and my father is definitely not going to pay for anything. So, I had that moment of like kind of being just like, okay, I have to do this all on my own. And so I noticed that pattern come up and also notice like, okay, realistically, like how much can I spend on this wedding? How much will I have to make? How much will I have to call in in order to have the experience that I want. And I do believe that I can absolutely have the experience that I want and I will have the experience that I want. But when it came down like very practically and realistically to like to like those numbers and there's so many things that I don't even, you know, you don't even think about that would cost money or whatever, like, I don't know, like flowers or who's gonna, you know, food and and, and just all these little details, wedding rings, like wedding bands. There's so many different little details that go into the wedding process. And I found myself kind of be like, okay, you know, I'm gonna have a different experience because it's not gonna look like, you know, my friend's weddings or whatever. And that's, and I'm sure many of you listening, like we're all in our own very different specific circumstances, whether or not you have family that's helping you out or whether or not it's just you and your partner or whether or not you just want to have something super low key and just go to the courthouse. It's like, there's so many different ways that you can do it. But I think there's so many different ways that you can do it, but also make it really special and make it really unique to what you and your partner, to who you and your partner are and what you desire. And so it's been really fun having conversations with Paxton about what we do want. Like, for example, someone had asked me if we were going to have dancing at our wedding. And I was like, honestly, I can't imagine Paxton and I like dancing for people. Like I just, that's just not us as a couple. And so maybe we'll do like a slow dance, but I can't imagine us like having a choreographed dance or even having like a dance party just because I imagine our wedding to be super small and intimate and more just like laid back and casual and chill. So that's kind of who we are as a couple. So I felt, I feel like that's going to be totally infused in the wedding day. So Yeah, talking about money, I think is important because I think that's something that we don't always talk about and is kind of like skirted under the rug. But I mean, man, weddings can be so expensive and it feels like, oh my gosh, like why would you spend so much on a wedding when you could buy a house or go travel or do other things? And for me, I'm still kind of exploring that, but I do think that it is special to have this like once in a lifetime opportunity to put on an event and to shower not only the people I love with a special event and with a special ceremony, but to also just mark this transition into being, you know, going from a single person to being married and having a husband and creating a new family. So, That's kind of what's been coming up for me so far. Right now, I think that we will end up booking this venue in Florida, and I think I will end up inviting friends. And now I'm kind of getting excited about those like logistical details about finding a photographer and finding, you know, what kind of food do we want and how is it all going to come together and how is it going to all work together. So I thought it would be fun. 
if as I'm going through this process and as these things are kind of coming up, if it's coming up for me, then I can't be alone. And I kind of wanted to share that with all of you in case, like I said, if you are planning a wedding, if you want to plan a wedding, if you want to plan a wedding in the future, or if you know you just want to hear someone else's behind the scenes process and to talk about those nitty gritty things that not everyone talks about. Because I feel like wedding planning is one of those things that I never even thought about ever really. Because I was just like, oh, it just it just happens. You know, people put on weddings all the time, but there really is so much that goes on behind the scenes. And especially if you are doing it kind of DIY as myself and Paxton are, not hiring a wedding planner, not really hiring, you know, who knows who we'll end up hiring as like vendor wise to work with, but really kind of trying to like do this all on our own because because we can and because we you know that's what's possible and feasible for us right now so I just wanted to share a little bit of that let me know if you have any specific questions as I continue to go through this process and you want to share those with me or if you've had experience planning a wedding and there's any tips or tricks that you have that you want to share I'm always all ears and excited to kind of be on this journey it feels like a really interesting and cool way to like mark this chapter of my life, especially going through my Saturn return. It's all it's all mirroring each other because not only the things that I'm learning during my Saturn return is also kind of mirrored through the wedding process. And, you know, everything in life is so connected. So even though I started this episode saying, I don't know how this relates to creativity and spirituality, it totally, totally does because I am creating the experience that I want. And it's also so spiritual in you know, having that milestone moment serve as a mirror to you in your own experience of things that you need to look at, things that aren't quite healed or cleared. Um, And for me, really a lot is coming up surrounding relationships, surrounding money, surrounding um, doing things on my own and not asking for help and not asking for support. So I definitely think there's ways that I can incorporate more help and support as I continue this process and really allow other people into the process instead of thinking that, well, no, because I don't have anyone financially supporting me, I just have to do it all on my own and that's it. I'm not going to ask for help, but really kind of surrendering and allowing people to help out. So I think that's really beautiful. I want to continue sharing these types of episodes as I feel called when I have more updates to share from the wedding planning process. So stay tuned for some of those and we will catch you all next week with a guest interview this time. And yeah, just sending you all so much love. If you could rate and review the podcast, that would mean the world to me. Again, just go on Apple Podcasts scroll down to the bottom, tap write a review, rate it five stars, and then write a couple words and submit. And it will just take a couple seconds and it will also mean so much to me. And when you do, just to say thank you, I would like to send you a little gift. I have my free guided writing meditation that will help tap you into your creativity, your authentic voice, and help you clear away all of the noise so that you can really get in touch with your authentic creative soul. So when you send that review, I will send over a guided meditation so feel free to send that over to my instagram at leah van doren or you can always email me leah van doren at gmail.com and we'll put all of that information in the show notes as well so thank you all for being here i love you all so much we'll catch you all next week